is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hi, Ash. Hi, Mel. Now, should that be red? Is that correct? (laughs) That is correct. It's normally... That is what it looks like. Okay. It is red because it's recording. Red for record. Why is red for record? Mm, I don't know. Red's also stop. But Mm. ironically, when we record this pod, it is go. It is go. And if you can hear clinking... Oh, you guys know what time it is. We're We're on the fucking pierce, bitch. You don't really. I guess it's a pre-record, but it is uh, Saturday night. We normally record... In the day. But here we are, we're having a little aperitivo hour, except yeah. our aperitivo is very bogan. We've got ice in our wine. In our shardy. In our shardy. We're yeah. having some sort of bogan, tasty cheese. Situation. Coles crackers, you know how it is. But <laughs> how's your week been up until this point? Ooh, well, good. Good, good. I was going to tell a story a that I was reminded dizzy. of um, by somebody that I was dating i'm being the vaguest of vague here i'll say recently and we all know on this podcast when i say recently it could Could have been been, today she might have gone today (laughs) could have been today could have been last week could have been five months ago could have been three years ago might even be made up guys she might be telling (laughs) even not be real (laughs) no i always tell real stories but they are just from various parts of my life because i decided not to talk about people that i date because they (laughs) all try and listen to the podcast and then it's very uncomfortable. So, um, they all, like, there's, like, 40 of them. Boys. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like Boys. <laughs> the Hello. hinge Lothario of eastern suburbs or something. Um, well, actually, that's the first thing is I'm moving to the inner west, which has been exhausting and... I want to die and I never want to move again. I will die in that house. I will die in that house now. I'm never leaving. If, the- if they can pry me out of that house by oh. my cold, by, from my, pry the house away from me. As you. And my cold dead hands. Lay dying. Yeah. If you own a house in the inner west and you've recently rented it out to two curly head sisters, <laughs> prepare Be for some drama. <laughs> but, um, no, so the story I was reminded of was, well, I wasn't reminded of it. This person actually just told me the story and I wasn't aware of it. So this is a friend of mine. And he was basically like, so we went on a date once, right? And he was like, oh, you know, when we went on that date, I went up to the bar and this girl came over and she was kind of tipsy, drunk, you know, fun, fun, zesty vibes, right? And she goes, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm like actually on a date. And she's like, no, fuck that off. Fuck that date off. Come and hang out with us. You're hot. Come and hang out with us. And he was like, no, sorry, bye. But I was so irrationally mad when I heard, because this is is old news, right? And I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't mad at him because he didn't do anything, but I was just mad because I was like, I felt like I had been betrayed Uh, by my own people. (laughs) By the gender that is female identifying. But I mean, I came back when Mel told me this story originally off air and said, hey, we did an episode. It was called Shoot Your Shot. Mm -hmm. But then that's not quite correct, is it? No. You should shoot your shot by perhaps going up, passing him your number, then just slyly walking away. Yeah. But undercutting another woman's grass, not cool. It was just like... Not cool. What was her game plan there for me? Like, I obviously she wasn't thinking about me, oh, but... Yeah, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Short story, nothing. 
game plan for her was to get it. Yeah. And like, by all means, go up to the person, see what they're doing. Maybe he would just be hanging out with friends, in which case you were well within your right to say, fuck off the friends. Yeah. Not friender. That would be mean too. Or but a group. Yes. Leave that group. Come join our group. And then later we'll go bang. Absolutely fine. Do that. Get it. This is the thing though. It's like in her roadmap of how that night would go, I'm sitting there and this guy's just disappeared on me or he comes back and he's like, <laughs> I don't feel well. And then I see him like mince off into the corner to another table of girls. Oh, Clash did that on a date. Oh my God, what do you mean? <laughs> he told me this story. You know, when you start like talking about old dates you've been on mm-hmm. and he went on a date with this girl and then he, they, <laughs> I'm going to stop this story off and I know he listens. <laughs> and then after the date, he was like, okay, bye. I'm going to go now. And she was like, okay, bye. And then he even as much as, like, got on a bus to prove he was leaving. Oh, my God. This is some real good. And then he got off at the next stop and ran back up to the pub to meet his mates. I mean, that's genius. And then he was sitting at the pub and then he said she walked in and saw him and just gave him the bird and walked back out. No. I mean, that's so classy of her. Like, if you re- walked in, you saw the dude just giving him the finger and then walking, walking away. Out. Stunning. I love it. I love it. I, I hope love wherever her. she is, <laughs> she is happy and healthy and thriving and making bank with yes. a beautiful man because yeah. I love it. I, I love it. that. But also, I love his energy of literally getting on the bus. Like, at least you did a proper attempt at disappearing. And then mm. reappearing. It's better than that time I went on a date once and the guy said, I'm bored before he I can't believe. and walked away. Clearly still scarred by that. Listener. I would be too. That's fucked. was actually talking the other night with some people about um, people that don't show up for dates. So like um, oh, they standing before, people up. Yeah, that's not. Ugh. And yeah, like a friend of mine was telling the story where she went to this bar and the guy just didn't show up and she was messaging him and said like, hey, I'm here. And he read it and didn't reply. Like it had the read receipts on. Fucked. And then, but then in great energy from her, she saw a girl that she knew, like like an old friend yeah. with another friend and like went over and was like, hey, weird to see you. Also, I just got stood up Can and I like, join fuck you? that, coming. And she's like, I had the best night. And I was like, Aww. I love that that turnaround there. Like that is the power that you need in your life. That's the energy. But, like, so fucked that he just, like, read it. I just can't believe people do that. And I'm really sick of people giving, like, oh, you know, he probably got stuck in traffic. Oh, Oh my God, no. Oh, my God, he was probably just so anxious about the date that he couldn't come and he was at home, you know, just racked in sobs, so nervous to, you know. I'm like, I know, I get it. Mental health is very valid and Mm -hmm. I think it deserves a spot firmly at the dating conversation table. But... He could have just, even if he was anxious about the date, he could have just wrote back and be like, yeah. hey, I'm I'm feeling a bit jittery, can't make it. Totally. There's like having your mental health problems and them impacting your life. Yes. Which- and just having to work through that as a process. Mm. And then there is being a piece of shit. And it's like, you cannot label being a piece of shit with mental health problems because it's like, you, like, you can do the right thing and just send a message. Make up a yeah. lie. Say you're sick. Say your bird died. I don't Car give a shit. Broke down. Just get out of it. By all means, I understand that sometimes people have social anxiety so crippling that they cannot go yeah. and they're trying really hard to overcome it. And sometimes you just weak and you can't do it. Yeah. But you can have the courtesy to cancel before the person is actually there. Yes. Unacceptable. Um, but yes, I was thinking about something else that okay. I want to talk about, but now I'm like, are you going to be 
so shocked by this and like disturbed by what I'm about to talk to you about. I made it sound really bad. Is it me that's going to be shocked or will it be the listeners? No, I don't think, I mean, no, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are like screaming at their radios. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Here is a thing that I was thinking about the other day. In the shower. Due to circumstances. You know, when you're dating somebody and it's like early stages or like dating hookup, whatever, like anything early stages. And I don't know why we do this because everyone's a human and everyone farts, right? Yes. Right? Yes. But it's a thing that you just don't want to do until you're really comfortable with somebody. Oh, I would never do it in front. No. Like maybe in my sleep. Like. Yeah. Well, you do do it in your sleep and you don't even realize it. Exactly. Which is terrifying to me terrifying i don't like that i don't have control over that in my sleep but apparently we don't yeah but like i don't know what it is i guess because you're dating so you go out and you have like beer or whatever or champagne and there's a lot of bubbles going around right and like just fodmaps in general (laughs) just so much garlic up in this video so much going on it's like dating is literally like if you're low fodmap you'll be single for your days (laughs) no and then i just i can't get over the fact that like you can spend you spend like six hours with somebody like at the bar or whatever and then you go home with them and then you know you bang and then you've only got a couple of windows of time to go to the bathroom and try and do a very subtle silent fart (laughs) and if you can't manage it like then you're just in i don't know like i've just had so many times i'm lying in bed in pain in literal pain because i'm like I'm not letting it out. I just went to the bathroom and now I'm back and I couldn't get anything out then. And now I'm just back here and now I can't get it out. So body, you're betraying me again. And then it's like, you know, when you're trying to figure out if they're hundred percent asleep, oh, then yeah. maybe you'll just do it. Cause yeah. you can just pretend you're asleep if yeah. you need to, but you want to try and make sure they're asleep. So I always, I'm like, if they're snoring, it's almost a blessing in disguise because you know, they're asleep if they're snoring. And so you just do it. <laughs> Um, you do a loud one. Maybe. <laughs> if they're really asleep. They won't even Dead. know. But I would get in know. my car, leave them a note and go home. <laughs> like, like, you know, your, you know my, imagine you got in your car just to go fart and then came back into the You know, my chaotic weekend stuff. Because I cannot go to the bathroom anywhere except home. Yeah. So I'll be at clutches. I can't stay more than three nights. But I'm not talking go to the bathroom. I'm talking just like farting. Yeah, but I'll have like a bellyache because I can't. Yeah. It's fucked. But I'm the same. Like I will literally be in pain. Yeah. And and it goes for so long until the point where – and honestly, I don't think I've ever been with a boyfriend where I've gotten to the point where I'm like, yeah, cool, I'll just fart in front of you. Whereas my sister does it in front of her boyfriend all the time. I just would never – I think there's something to be said about keeping some magic alive. I always like, think that too, but then I also think it's a, it's a human function and guys do it. Like, they don't give a shit. I was with someone for years and years and years and never did it in front of him. And Both he never did it in front of me. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. You just, like, went through this you life. You need some magic. But if you live together, you cannot not fart. It's not possible. Uh, I would just have, like, a special room I go in. <laughs> special fart room. <laughs> But it's totally a thing, right? And it's like, I feel like we don't talk about this enough, is that it's so unfair that we go on these dates, we eat all this garlic and the beers and everything that's going to make you gassy. And then, like, on the early dates, it's great. You go home and then you're like, phew, okay, like, let out the bloated stomach as, as caused by garlic and everything. And, like, 
you know, lie down, do a bunch of farts, feels great. Oh. But then if you go to their house, you're like, where the fuck am I going to do these farts? You can't even do it at your house when they're there. No. Unless you have a room. I mean, and, and even when you go to the bathroom, it's like the bathroom's going to have to be really far away, far away enough that you can't hear it through a wall or the door or like up the hallway. Like... I just can't get enough. Can we make soundproof bathrooms a thing? Just full on soundproof little area. I would love it. Massive metal door, just slam it shut. And then whatever happens in there happens. True. (laughs) I think what you're saying is we both need to commit crimes and then be charged with those crimes and go to prison and then start dating in prison. In prison, no one would give a shit about you fighting. (laughs) So maybe we need to be imprisoned. If you guys think of any crimes or... Crimes we could commit or solutions to this problem, please. Facebook. Group. Yeah, if anyone's got like a fart solution, like, is yeah. there something you can do to ungas yourself without having to emit it? Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Surely it's called like. Is there a food you could eat? <laughs> that's a date drug I could get on board with. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> guessing. Yeah. I could get on board with that. <laughs> okay, let us know your theory, solutions, problem solving mm-hmm. methods for this. Mm hmm. But you had a story before I derailed you with farting. Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, well, this week, went to Ikea. Yeah. I've only been to Ikea a handful of times in my life. Yep. And I feel like going with a boyfriend is some, like, new level shit. Yeah. It's real coupley. It's It can be. I've gone with just dudes I'm dating. Chaos to me. I know. But I think there's two different levels. It either has to be the most cash thing where you're like, both on the same page that you're just chilling you're not like almost at a relationship point you have to be like chilling and then it's just fun like it's almost like fun like you know when you play domestic like you know how you have your weekends your favorite oh my favorite weekend dates where you pretend you're like yeah so then i think it's fun fake domestic or you're already a couple in which case it literally is domestic because i reckon fun fake domestic's okay except if you're both on the page that it is fake yes. domestic because you know when you're like someone breaks up with you and you're like but we went to ikea mm. you introduced me to your mom oh God, and yeah. they're literally just like what the mm. heck you were just there mm-hmm. <laughs> that you were that was not domestic but a massive difference between totally. introducing someone to your mom i know i went first going there, to guys, ikea so i don't know where but i, I know what you mean yes. like i think it has to be it has to be quite clear that it is not a relationship step. Going Absolutely. It is. It, is. It, it, is. it felt like a relationship step. It's intense, um, right? It's very intense. It's like up there with meeting the parents to me. And it's just all couples. All couples. So many couples. And you're Everyone going through goes. all those like pre-made rooms and you're like, oh, we, I like that couch. And you're talking about big ticket items that you're not buying. You are you're going sort of there for clothes. Share pegs. commenting on like big share ticket commenting. items. Indeed. Like we like that couch. We agree on that frame for yeah. our wedding photo you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's just like first you're looking at clothes pegs and then next minute sure the wedding's being planned <laughs> i wonder if ikea does wedding gift registries or even oh my weddings. god i would i would be all over that like, it'd be so handy i'm like please save your like red wine decanter <sighs> from david jones and just literally get me like i don't know a pasta strainer i feel, i feel like when i get married one day i'm gonna just be like I want this giant fuck off TV and everyone can just put money into that. That's all I want. What? I just want this one massive item or like I want this sick Double door vintage fridge. modular couch that you can only get from this place. And it's like $12,000 and just the entire party of people that are coming can all just put money into that. Just 
buy me the one couch, everyone. Here you go. You guys got the couch you'd never buy with your own money. But it's like, okay, because it's like these days when I used to be a Christian, right? And I used to go to these weddings of like 20 year olds who obviously had never lived out of home. And so they needed every single thing for their house together, right? bath mat. Yes. Like literally down to the pasta strainer. They needed it. But then nowadays it's like most couples where I go to their wedding, they've been living together for years Mm. or if they haven't, they've lived out of home for years. So they have communal shit and then like they've got all this stuff. They don't need it. Totally. And so they're like, give us money for our traveling, which is always the difficult gift because it just feels very, like, nothingy. Yeah. Or they're like, buy me this red wine decanter that they're never going to use. On a registry. Or up somewhere. Yeah. It's so drifty. And then, so it's like, what's the in-between? Giant vintage modular couch. Well. <laughs> very specific. I mean, I think that'd be good for your first wedding. Nice. <laughs> your first wedding. <laughs> Well, the second one, maybe you'll come around and need a red wine decanter. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll be like at that stage of life where that matters to me. Mm. But yes, I feel like Ikea is weird. Did you go, were you getting stuff for Clatch or for you? Uh, For him. Yeah. And then I just like randomly put some stuff in the trolley and then that sort of just snuck it under the radar. Yeah. It's usually like pegs and shit. And you're like, oh, I just need some wooden hangers. (laughs) And I also think we had a tactical beer before, little schooner. Helps uh helps the process run smoothly yeah because i know not all couples find ikea it's quite a confronting experience Mm -hmm. there's a lot of couples but we got through it yeah it feels you know what's so funny when i went last which was just with a guy that i was seeing but not with like not boyfriend and girlfriend but dating Mm. at first i was like we we went in dreading it then it was fine did you get snacks we got snacks at the end. So we had the end goal was the meatballs. So okay. we were like, at the end, we're getting the meatballs and that is the goal. And that's but what we, we look forward to. We need to get through this. And the funny thing is, is the first whole bit with all the rooms made up is like pretty chill because no one's stopping to grab things. Like you're just walking through and it's nice and it smells good and everything's great. And you go all the way through. And then it, even through the bookshelves and the other stuff, it's fine. It's when you get to the cutlery area, that's when the stress Shit levels. breaks down. Yeah. There's knives everywhere. People are just grabbing, and you're grabbing things, and then you and then you get to this point where you're like, I don't want to do any more deciding between the El Cheapo fry pan and the extremely expensive cast iron fry pan, and I don't know what ones in the middle, and they all have the same name. It's like Fung Grafnung. Everything's called Fung Grafnung, you know. And so you're like, do I get the Fung Grafnung here or the Fung Grafnung? I don't know. Mason's Swedish. Is, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. It's a, it's a beautiful dialect, super easy to grasp. But don't you think that's it? Like when you start getting the pile up of stuff and then you're like, I've still got to get glasses. I've still got to go and get this There's frame. There's just such decision fatigue. That's why I get download the app for Ikea. Really? Sponsored app. Just <laughs> I realised this is not a sponsored episode, but it should be. Mm-hmm. I download the app and then I make a list mm-hmm. of the stuff I want to get at Ikea. Mm. Or, yeah, and then I'd do that. That's smart. So then I can't, like, colour outside the lines. It's like, mm, this is on the list. You have to go. I did not do that the last time I went, and I ended up spending, like, I don't know, like, $400, $500 because it adds what? up. Well, it adds up. Yeah, there's a $2 dish brush here. Mm-hmm. $6 for six wine glasses here, and the next minute, you know, you've $500. bought 400 million things, and it doesn't fit in your car. But, sure. yes, it's um, – and I think that – I've been with a boyfriend before mm. and I actually found that more stressful because I think when you go with someone you're dating, you're still kind of in that phase where you're like not 
comfortable to reveal your full frustration with somebody if Mm. they're annoying you. Whereas with a partner, it's like that wall is down. Mm. You are very much fine to say you're being a fucking moron, shut up. And instead of being like, "Mm, do you actually need 47 tea towels? (laughs) I mean, get them if you really need them. I'm not really sure about like your week to week. Yeah. I know that rug's $100. It also looks like shit. (laughs) Mate. What's with that? You're always like suddenly because you see a $600 rug, you're like, but that one's 100. And look, it's a delightful royal blue color that will definitely go well in my all white minimalist apartment. And in your mind, you're like, if we ever move in together, that rug is going to set on fire out the front yard. Isn't that the main thing though? With a jerry can of (laughs) carol. I'm going to drop and I'm going to nail polish and river on it. On fire (laughs) is what I'm going to do with it. But is not that not the thing as well when you're dating them but you're not living with them and then they're making these really questionable purchasing decisions and you're like, why are you buying that hideous rug and you're envisioning your future where you have to live with that rug? Oh, yeah. Like, do you read a whole collection of Goosebumps books? Yeah. Do I really want to see those? Where did, what? You can't get that Ikea. I was just thinking. You're projecting. I'm just projecting (laughs) dumb decor things that I do not want to see. Like, dudes always have, like, Quite kitsch style, yeah. generally. Like, here's 70,000 comic books. Yeah. And I have them all displayed yeah. on this shelf. Whereas I'm just like, I literally feel like my ideal house is like Kim Kardashian West, where she had like one couch <laughs> in an empty room and it was made of stone. <laughs> like, you can't, it could be a morgue. You just can't identify if anyone even lives there. I also feel like guys always have plants, but they're like dead or they're like the shit fern. Or, like, mm-hmm. the shit palm, you know? Like, just mm. something that no, you don't want in your house. Like, sleepy If it's front. thriving, it's because it's ugly. And if it's not thriving, it's dead. But they just keep saying they're going to revive it or it's got, like, life in it and it just comes to life every few months. And you're like, bitch, that needs to go in the bin. B-I-N. Yeah. Sleepy. He's but, dead. But, um, yes. This week's at We week's are starting a new fun little segment. Yes. Avoid alert. Avoid alert. Avoid alert. We didn't settle on that name before. But here it is. But here it is. Ash, it has she came up with, Ash came up with jeans and a nice top, so I feel like she just, like, like things come out of her brain and then they just work. Avoid alert. So, avoid alert. Person number one. Yeah. Pen pal. The dreaded yep. pen pal. Message, message, message. You can't get a piece of them. IRL. Yeah. Yeah. So, we discussed a bunch of different. So, we actually talked to you guys in the group, which is yep. Jeans and a Nice Top podcast on Facebook. If you want to join, we all chat in there a lot. But we asked in the group, like, what are some people to avoid? We actually said boys to avoid. But what we mean is anyone. It doesn't have to be a boy. It can be no. a girl, um, non-binary, literally. This does not discriminate. There are pen pals across the across the oh, yeah. whole spectrum of... Everyone pulls this bullshit. Yeah. And so, basically... This was our first one was pen pals, but we've got a few others up our sleeves. And it's basically when you are, usually it's on the apps. Could be on text if you swap numbers at some point in met in real life. Yeah, true. Like, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Could be, oh, my favorite Instagram DM. Don't. Uh, there are so many pen pals on there. So many pen pals. Like, still, do not text me unless you want to see me. Why are you here, Why bro? are you here? Like, literally, why? What are we doing? Um, But essentially it comes down to... Message, 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 yeah. like Ash said. But there's never – if you do organize dates, they get postponed or cancelled. Usually they're not the ones ever organizing the date. It's you chasing them it's and then they them. slip out like a little slippery sausage. Yeah, but they're happy to just message you until everyone dies pretty much. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have time for that. 
I just always think if you want my attention, then I had better be getting something out of it as well. Mm-hmm. And that either better be attention back mm-hmm. or a nice bloody cold glass of wine in front of me. Yeah. At one of my Maybe favorite Maybe some, some sort of potato gems with sauce on them. Maybe, yeah. A little chippy, a, a little, little bit bubbly, mm-hmm. a little something that dips in sauce mm-hmm. and attention. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little kiss. Like, yeah, and just, a bit of touching of my hair. I just hate, like, I mean, we. I think a lot of us have been, it is flattering when you have someone messaging you. Yeah. But if they're not going to convert it to an IRL meeting, you really have to ask yourself, is this flattery even worth mm. the effort I'm putting into it? Totally. And I think it's it's a really difficult one because I think what happens is we went from being people, like just generally a culture, of, you know, pick up the phone and call. Yeah. And you would get the one phone call that organised the date and then you would go on the date and then maybe you'd get a phone call midweek and you'd chat on the phone with people like the person you're dating and then maybe you get another date or whatever and it was all verbal phone calling right yeah but then texting was introduced and then suddenly it was like constant communication all the time was expected Mm -hmm. but also it was so easy to just communicate via text all the time and apps make that even more chaotic because it's like the whole point of it is that you're virtually meeting somebody Mm -hmm. and then you're meant to turn into real life but what if but you could also just leave it virtual for as long as you wanted. And some people, I honestly reckon, because I was like, why do people do this? But I was like, do you think some people just have, like, the mindset that that person doesn't actually, you know, like, you know when you, like, went in chat rooms as, like, a 15-year-old? Like, that person is a figment of your imagination. Yeah, like, they are what you think you are. They are they are what you think they are in your head. So, when you were in a chat room and oh, I was yeah. Gardenia 3000, just letting you know. What? Gardenia underscore 3000. That was my chat room name. And I'd go into these chat rooms and I'm like, I mean, we've all done this. And I don't know if anyone's watching Pen15, which is, like, my favourite show at the moment, but there's an episode entirely where they do this on MSN Messenger. And it's like you'd meet a random person <laughs> and their name might be like Wolf Cub 37. Yeah. Right? And you're like, that sounds hot. Like Wolf Cub 37 is probably like, you know, like a cool 17-year-old boy. But in reality, he's probably like a 63-year-old like creepy dude, you know. Mm, balding. Yeah, totally. And you would have this whole conversation with them mm. that was not real and – based off who you thought they were and who they thought you were. And you can be a different person, you Mm -hmm. know. And I still think that kind of applies to dating apps, except in a way less creepy, predatory way. Because photos and Instagram links and... And also, yeah, like, I think... You can Google them. Yeah, so you can have, like, a bit of an idea who they are, but you can still be, like, way more confident on the message, but then be shit scared to meet that person in real life. But then the longer it goes on, like, I remember I was messaging this dude for two years. Oh, my God. He lived in Brisbane. And in two years, we went on one day. Yeah, And fucked. even, like, he, stu- he, he would still be messaging me, like, up until, like, early, like a few months ago. And I just messaged him and said, do not contact me again. Like, I don't want to hear from you. Like, it's really weird. Like, there's people in your life on your peripheral who don't want to hang out, but they'll always message you. Yes, yes. Dudes-wise, because they just message you when they're bored or they want attention. Like, yeah. everyone has that person in their life. If you're listening right now and you're like, I've got someone in my life that keeps messaging me but doesn't ever want to hang out, tell them where to go. Like, yeah. if they haven't hung out with you, 
in the first like few weeks, few months, it's probably never going to happen. Yeah. Whether it's apps, Instagram, DM, just like cut it off. Wait, so this guy, would he message mm. you like intermittently or was it like con- pretty constant for two years? Mm, it was like constant but then intermittent because I would yeah. be like, don't contact me anymore. Like right. I'd be in Brisbane. I'd tell him I'm coming to Brisbane. I'd be like, hey, I'm going to be in Brisbane. He's like, yeah, love to see you. And then we'd organize to like have dinner and I would literally like message him an hour before dinner and be like, hey, um, are you coming? And then he wouldn't answer and I would ring him and be- he'd answer and I'd- he'd be like, yeah, I'm not feeling well. Oh my God, to get fucked. And I went to Brisbane like three times and he never, he kept, he would bail every single time oh. and just like not answer. And I, in the end, I was like, what is wrong with me? Like I am smart. And like I was obviously dating other people during this time yeah. and stuff. But still, it was just like, then he would message me like the week later, like nothing happened, being like, hey, how's your week? And I'd be like, ugh, this pen pal bullshit has got to stop. Yeah. Unless you want to hang out, do not contact me anymore. Yeah. Like, don't contact me. Yeah. It is They're the just weirdest fishing thing. for free attention. Yeah. You have to pay up if you want attention. It has to go two ways. Yeah. And yes. And I think that like on the apps, I think... Like, I know exactly the kind of person you're talking about. And it's that that person that pops up and it's like, you know that they're just feeling shitty. Yeah. Or like feeling a bit horny or nostalgic or sad or something, right? And then they pop up on your text because they're like, oh, I know she'll message back and I know she like is keen on me. And if I message her, she'll message me and I'll get this sense of validation about myself. And there's definitely that type where I think- the flat the short and short of it is you just need to cut that person out don't even try and organize to hang with them if you've already tried yeah it didn't work so exactly like they're useless waste of time exactly but i do think on the apps you have to have more of a grace period but yeah if you have been talking to someone constantly on an app like how's your day for like two to three weeks and they have not initiated either to get off the app or to go on a date Cut it short. I don't care if they look like Brad Pitt and Orlando <laughs> Bloom's, like, love child. It's not possible. Bionic. Bionic love child. Clone. Clone. Like, <laughs> I don't care if it's George goddamn Clooney's son. I was like, wait, George Clooney's too old. But then his son, his, son, his imaginary 25-year-old son. Cut it. Because he's got babies, they're but they're, like, have... really little. Oh, cool. <laughs> but maybe he has a secret so, love child. Nude. If that secret love child pops up and he's chatting for weeks, I just don't think, like... I mean, look, there has to be graces put in place for COVID. I get that. Yeah. Not everyone's comfortable socializing at the moment, but I think even just like if they weren't comfortable socializing, if they're not organizing a phone call or like a fun, like, I don't know. Video date. Zoom video date. Like then I would be seriously questioning whether it's ever going to happen. Yeah. And I just call them out. I literally, like if I'm on dating apps, I would just say, Hey, are we going to hang out this week or never? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Just to the point. Just the to standard the point. Ash detective the standard message. Ash, like, is this case closed? Like, are we dating? No. Okay, yeah. next. Like, And I think it's particularly, like, there's a difference where I think also we need to protect ourselves from the pen pal mm. situation because I know lots of people who are like, oh, my God, like, I'll ask people out after literally, like, six messages have gone between us because I'm like, I've already seen your pictures. And I know, I've already seen. I've already seen your pictures and I know you look cute. Um, you've said a few funny things and I feel a vibe here. Like, there's, like, a energy, there's a mood. you know. 
I'm just going to ask you out because I you literally am city. so tired and I just feel like I think also working in media probably makes you a bit like this. It's like writing, writing, writing all the time. I don't want to write to any more people. I just want to go face to face and have a wine with you. Like I literally sing for my supper yeah. with like by writing exactly. for money. Yeah. I don't want to do it for free. No. And so like I've done that and people are like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Like you don't even know them. And I'm like, that's fair enough. Like, it's not for everybody, I get that. I right? Get that. But then there's a difference issues. where, like, if you're that person, you have to then go, okay, maybe it's a week. Maybe it's two weeks yeah. max. But there has to be a point where you stop with the messaging and you either – And ask them out, as we've discussed before. Yeah. Like, if they're not asking you out, just throw it out there. Like you said, are we going out or not? And unlike Mel's example of old love rolling into the bar and asking her a date to leave and join the table – Shooting your shot on a dating app is pretty low risk, friends. Yes. It's like if they literally write back and say, I've got a girlfriend, and you're like, wow, or I'm already dating someone, you're like, cool, so um, you're a piece of shit. You're on a dating app. Yeah. Like, I think it's a pretty safe assumption that everyone on that app who you are interacting with is open and willing to date. Or, and date you. You've and, already matched somehow. Yeah. Or, I mean, unless it's like a casual sex thing, if you're keen for that, by all means, ask them. If you're not keen for that, next. As soon as someone's like, want to come over, I'm like, unmatch. It's yeah. just not where I'm at. It's not who I, how I want to interact. I want to get, like, have fun for, and drink. Like, yeah, totally. And it's, that's it. And it's like, there is no risk there to me because it's like, like you said, at some point they accepted your like of them or they swiped right on you, whatever totally. it was, whatever app it was. But the point being is that you both indicated you're keen. It's like when you were in primary school and you'd give like your best friend a note to go give the friend of the old boy. Yeah. And you'd be like, will you go out with me? And then they'd pass it all the way back. And it's like, as soon as you both knew that the other person was keen, then you'd go to the school dance together or whatever. Yeah. It's literally that in real life. It's like, Except we're, you, adults except we're adults with like iPhones. Yeah, I know. But it's like there is no risk there. So I just think you need to kind of like simplify your life by mm. getting that person on a real date or realizing that they just want to be your pen pal and then fucking them off. But I mean, like pen pal can be fun. Like it can be fun for a while. It's when it gets not fun that you need to do something it's about just, it. It's, it's just like literally driving your car around a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Like, sure. It might be funny if you're in a Ferrari and you do a couple burnouts real quick and you're like, Woo, look at me doing a fun burnout in my Ferrari in a cul-de-sac. But then if you keep doing like a hundred burnouts, you're just going to get <laughs> feel unwell. And also you're going <laughs> to fuck the road up. And you're going to fuck gonna the road up. You. Your car is going to be like <laughs> total. of this cul-de-sac are going to be pissed off at the noise. And you know who those neighbours are? They're your friends who are sick of hearing about you talk about Tom 31. This is an amazing analogy. never wants to hang out with you. It's just like, I'm sure if Tom doesn't, there is a Mark and a Mitch and a a Matt and all these other ones that do. So don't waste your time typing. Yeah, and I think... That's the that's the crucial part is, like, the chat can be fun. Having someone to text you can be fun. Totally. All of that is fun. But there's a tipping point. And I think if I were to give some advice to anyone stuck in a pen pal thing, that my first thing would be... This is an advice podcast. <laughs> this is, sometimes we forget, Sometimes guys. we just tell you our problems and project a lot into this podcast. And you know what? That's fine, too. But I actually had some advice because I was, like, I used to get stuck in this shit all the time. Mm. And I think... 
first is the, asking them out is the number one. But yeah. if, you, if you're not game enough for that, ask for their phone number. Just say, hey, um, let's going to move this off, this off the, the app. Because sometimes I think it's in the app that it happens where you get stuck in the app. And, you know, like I'm really shit on the apps anyway. Like I'll message every 24 hours because I just forget to like – like you know how the notification comes up but it's sort of like you're at work and it just doesn't have the same – like intensity as a text if I see it. Oh, I just do an hour of power at night between yeah. like 7.30 and 8.30. I'm like, time <laughs> to do some flirting. And like, <laughs> I just like get all my matches, message them all some fun content and then try to move them all off the app. Is it the same thing? Do you just like copy paste a message and go bam, 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 bam? Um, at the start, I used to, I used to just send heaps of red roses. Yes, I remember this. You oh. love the rose emoji. Yeah, I love the rose emoji. I actually was talking to um one, like this is a while ago. I was on a date with a guy and it was like our third date, I think. And he admitted to me that our second message was a copy paste to do with an answer that he had in his hinge thing. And he like did a quote. He was like, oh Dead. yeah, that's the thing I said. And I was like, dude, you don't admit that shit. Keep but then, that. then when I looked at it, I was like, this makes so much sense because it's a very like funny, witty answer. And it was like quite long. And I was like, okay, I actually, it. I don't know how I didn't pick that before because no one would think of that on the spot, but like, Get it off the apps because the apps can be the thing where, like, yeah. you know, it's all well and good. That's great to meet them there. But if you, if you, if you're clicking, if you've got like a inverted commas relationship through texting on there, then be like, hey, this is my number, and give them your number. Yeah, I always just go, here's my number. Yeah, like, and again, let's like, text. if you're not comfortable doing that, like that's that's fair enough. This is just like Mel and I can be pretty um, forward, I yeah. would say, in our dating styles. So. This is all just a guide. Well, yeah. And I mean, obviously, you know, like, don't give you no know, to creepy guys. I guess it's just like I'm thinking of like a scenario where you're like, I really like this person and I want to go out with them. Totally. And it's just kind of getting a bit stagnant. That can be a way to get it into a new gear, I guess. And of course, you know, and we've talked about, you know, going with your gut and just sort of like you can kind of get a gut feeling from someone by their vibe, their pictures, their chat, like, and I'm not saying that's always right, but you can get a bit of a vibe. And if you yeah. do feel safe and, and it's all good to go, I would just literally shoot your show with your number. Yeah, totally. And then I think, you know, if you can't do any of those things because you're shit scared, I think that that's just when you have to go, okay, they haven't asked me out. Like, yeah, take all the pressure off yourself for a minute and go, wait, if they really wanted to hang out with me, it's been two weeks they would have tried to hang out with me here. I also have another thing. Yeah. I fucking hate yeah. when someone says, oh, hey, what's your Insta handle? Oh, yeah. A, I hate when people say Insta. It's Instagram. I hate yeah. it. It's like... Ugh, <laughs> That's a very particular so thing particular, to be pissed off by. Then they... This is this is a problem. We've been chatting for, you know, a few days. Old mate says, what's your Insta? So, okay, obviously the five photos I've provided you with, I'm not good enough. If you'd like to look at some more content, sure. I yeah. hope you like moisturizer reviews. So then I give it to them. Then within 30 seconds, they're following me. Yeah. The chat starts to fizzle on the app. Mm. I'm trying to revive it, you know, like yeah. a campfire. And then I've got old mate following me till the dawn of time. Yeah. And then sometimes just like writes back like the laughing emoji to a story. And oh, my God, like, yes. Dude, my man, like you could have had it over here on the app, yeah. but you had to move it to another app, which is even harder yeah. because it's harder to convert a try through an app, which was not designated for that. It is a photo sharing platform. <laughs> it's a little bit harder to like, you know, it's just from one app to another. So if you are going to be bold, 
Mel Mason style and shoot your shot, swap numbers. Because Not Instagram the handles. Instagram handles, it's just like, it's just moving it from one app to another. And trust me. You probably have dudes from 2016 on there still following you that you what have not that? had a slice of. Yeah, and it's yeah. I have I had two dudes do that to me this year where Ugh. they one was a friend of a friend where we had matched on an app and it hadn't gone anywhere and then I was telling her about it as a funny and she messaged him and was like, "Why didn't you like? Why did you fuck it up with my amazingly hot friend Mel that I was trying to set you up with anyway? And then he followed me on Instagram. And I thought, oh, it's going to finally happen. We're going to go out. And then he just watched my stories until the end of time until I unfollowed him because I was like, I don't even know you. And then the same happened with a guy off an app, your story. Yeah. And then, again, just watched my stories till the end of time. And I'm like, do you just like collecting – like I'm not even really – like. I don't post many hot photos. As we've discussed, my Mm. idea of a thirst trap is like an 1800s decolletage photo. So it's not like you're getting like some epic boobs in your feed. TNA. All the time. Like if you, by all means, like I would definitely, if I were into like seeing pics of tits and ass all the time, I would definitely follow hot girls from dating apps and then not reply to them. I guess if I didn't want to date them, I just wanted to fill my feed with hot photos, I guess. But I'm not giving you that, guys. Like, (laughs) I'm really not giving you anything. I post my dog and, like, that's kind of it. Mm. Sometimes I post, like, a travel photo, but it's usually not that cute. Like, it's usually just, like, sometimes it's me drinking tequila and then trying to vomit. Like, it's just real chaotic energy on there and it's not really something that's going to improve your life unless you know me totally so or like like my personality which you don't know because you won't go out with me fully and that's another thing i'm like (laughs) i just feel real weird that you want to look at my oil cleanser review but you don't want to have a drink with me i know you don't wash your face and you definitely do not double cleanse so get off my page (laughs) unless you want to like go on the day it's so weird but yes number not instagram handle yeah and advice Look, and I really do understand that some people just are not going to have the boldness to do any asking out. But if that's you, that's okay. But you got to be hard truth with yourself. Sit yourself down and go, how long have we been messaging? Self. Self, Unmatch this fuck. Because how long have we been messaging and he, he or she or they have not asked me out? And they always gaslight you right to the, like, at the very, I know at the 11th hour when you're like, I'm cutting this person out of my life, yeah. they'll say, they'll just, they'll just keep you hanging. Yeah. That is called gaslighting. Yeah. Because, well, is it kind of, well, a little. It's. Yeah. It may be. Well, it may they, be. It's, it's a version. Like, they make you believe that they are interested in you yeah. and they want to see you. But yeah. If that's not eventuating and you're constantly being let down, then obviously your pen pal friendship is not fun anymore. It's disappointing. Yeah. And as we all know, disappointing disappointment is one of the worst emotions. Exactly. It hurts. And we don't need that shit. Chest. 2020 has been disappointing enough. Hasn't it? Let's not add any more disappointment to it. Bin those pen pals or turn it into a, a in real date. life date. We want you to come to the group come and tell us about group. your bold moves or yeah. your cutoffs of people who yeah. are pen pals. I don't care. Either way. We want to hear matter. about it. Want to hear about it. Um, or you can DM us on Instagram. It's the one place we'll allow DMs. Jeans um, and a nice top dot pod underscore pod. Underscore pod. This time you fucked it up. I was like, oh, I'm going to fuck it up if I try and interrupt. Underscore pod. Underscore pod. But if you want to email us your story, it's jeans and a nice top dot podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. 
You can also email us for advice, which we do put up. I've actually been really shit lately, but I'm going to put one up this week. So we do a solicited advice, which is where you send us your really long story with a question. We decode so, it. We decode it and we, we tell you mm-hmm. what's up. That's You're probably true. not going to like the answer, but we'll tell you anyway. And if we've had a Chardonnay with ice in it, oh boy. We'll talk about farts. Dear God. <laughs> I, I'm also, listeners, please give us a five-star review. And if please. even if, I mean, I did not condone. Mel went rogue then. <laughs> she went rogue with the butt stuff. So I feel like, like Ash is going to ask me to you, cut it out if after If you this, hate so. it, if you hate it. Don't leave us one star review. I promise we'll never talk about farts again. We'll never say the F word again. We'll say the other F word. (laughs) The other F word all the time. But just leave us no review or a five star review. Okay, guys. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Bye.